0: Welcome to another episode of Old School Thoughts and thank you for all that you do to make this podcast possible. I am celebrating two things today. I am celebrating my son's birthday vicariously. We are in two different places so I am celebrating his birthday today which is the 2nd of October of 2021. But I'm also celebrating the third year Entering the third year of Old School Thoughts. You know, when I started Old School Thoughts, I had an idea. I had a thought. And, you know, when people get together, we always talk about old times, old school. And I thought about when we were always laughing about the mothers who would sit on the front porch and they could correct other people's children and they could do all of those things. And it was part of the community. And regardless of where you grew up, we had the same stories. And so my vision was to create a podcast that would give people the opportunity to talk about old school experiences. And, but I never thought that talking about old school will evolve into my growth so the first episode was about my antoine fisher moment i had always wished for an antoine fisher moment and and the antoine fisher moment for those of you who don't know it it was about a young man who went out to search and discover his family to discover himself and it's no different from Roots or anything else. You 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 want to know more about your family and how you play a role in that. And it I did have an Antoine Fisher moment. It came down to a cousin whom I I never thought I met before. But the day that I walked in front of her, she presented me with this picture that included me. I thought it was a joke i thought that was a punchline somewhere but she actually did not know me i didn't know her she had that picture forever and it turned out that we were the center of attention at the gathering and it was an antoine fisher moment for both of us because we discovered each other that night and the family said that's the guy that's the guy in the picture and so that started my desire to actually create this podcast so as I was preparing for the first episode my son you know I had a script written down that I was going to read I wanted to make sure it was as organized and blah 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 and my son listened to it and he said you know you don't want it to be so robotic to where it loses its texture or or things of that nature. He said, just speak your mind. And I put the paper down and I followed his advice and I just spoke my mind. It's telling the story. So from that October until now, I've been speaking my mind and I've been asking my guests to speak their mind. So in season one, we produced 39 episodes. This past season, season two, we produced 58. That's five eight episodes. The numbers don't matter much from the standpoint of am I trying to get more episodes during season three? That's not the goal. What it shows is that During season two, I interviewed more people because when we were in Women's History Month back in March, I met some incredible women and I interviewed them. I got their perspective about what other women influenced them, who were their mentors, but old school thoughts it's designed to do a lot a lot of things number one it will leave an archive of recordings interviews so that future generations can stumble across those interviews and hear what people had to say some children are going to grow up without a mother or father figure to set the example to say something that's wise to give them good advice and just imagine that your interview your words are going to be preserved to provide that guidance to provide that mentoring to be the voice of advice through this podcast that is going to happen and so I just never, I didn't consider the fact that we were going to talk about history. It was going to transcend from just being a a laughing topic. It was going to transcend from being just a cultural conversation for the community to really a classroom for African-American history. I've had guests to come in and talk about the differences between black night and white night at the at the fair we've talked about how we used to shop at the corner store buying two for penny cookies and squirrel nuts and banana bites and all of these things we got a chance to hear stories about living in the rural part of georgia and having someone to live at the border, to live the life at the borderline of slavery, at the borderline of slavery and freedom. We've discussed George Floyd, Juneteenth, the 4th of July, slavery, Black Lives Matter, We've covered so many things. We've watched so many things happen over the past two years. But you know, through my work, through, through genealogy, and my desire to, re, to have an impact on the impact of slavery, by bringing people and families together, by reuniting families, That's a tough job to do. And sometimes that causes me to be a critic of the black community. Because I really want to see the black community find a way. I mean just find a way, dig down deep and struggle and fight to say we're going to be closer. We are going to find a way to not kill each other. We're gonna find a way to build wealth. We're gonna find a way to gain property and land. We are going to figure this out. At some point, we are going to figure it out because we were brought here, our ancestors were brought here enslaved, released with no reparations, Released with nothing. Released the way they came in. They are not immigrants. It would be insulting to call them immigrants. We are the only people in this country that have that was not given what they were deserved to have. And it's a struggle for us today. Still trying to figure it out. Still trying to catch up. And we're watching the Republican Party attempt to erase our history from the classroom. They're still exercising laws and behaviors to prevent us from voting. It won't be long before they try to figure out a way to reverse citizenship. That might seem so far-fetched, but everything else should seem far-fetched. That we're in 2021 with the education we have, with the freedoms that we have, and here we are discussing things that our ancestors fought for. And now we are fighting for it. When we get to the point where we no longer know. And there's no recording. There's no written material. We're going to be in bad shape. So as we enter the third season of Old School Thoughts. I'm going to reach out to people. And ask them to participate in Old School Thoughts now some people are reluctant they're reluctant to participate because they feel they are not articulate enough well this is not that's not a passing qualification because if it was i'm sure there are members who are listening to my podcast and they're saying oh boy he said that wrong that's not the passing test I want to make sure that the message is clear enough that the listener can decipher it and reach an an understanding about what I am trying to convey. I am not the best orator. You don't have to be the best orator to provide advice. So I'm going to ask you to participate. If you're shy, I want you to just consider the fact. Consider that if you are the type of person who wants to give back to the community. What your life experience might give to someone else. Now and into the future. What you have to say now, that, what impact it's going to have. Now, everything doesn't have to be serious, but even things that are said in a joking manner has a story. If you want to talk about the house parties and how much fun we had at the house parties, wouldn't it be nice that if children could find a way to have fun without having someone show up to kill them, to shoot at them, to stab them, to start a fight, wouldn't it be nice? I can recall when we had the house parties, but I can also recall when it transitioned from being able able to have a safe house party, and then all of a sudden gangs started developing and they were crashing those parties, and they were hoping that you would say to them, you were not invited that prompted them to kill someone all of a sudden the house parties went away when we do things that creates space we lose more trust in each other we lose the ability to communicate i get a chance to watch people daily i spend quite a few hours in the car I sit in the parking lot or I might sit on a bench in the mall when my wife goes into the store to shop or whatever. I don't spend a lot of time around a crowd of people. So I get a chance to observe. I've been an observing person all of my life being the youngest child. I have been observing people and situations all of my life. It's just part of my nature. And I get a chance to observe people, how they behave, how they dress. I get a chance to talk to some people in passing. I get a chance to hear what they have to say. But I always wonder how close are we? So, there are times that I would stand outside, I might stand next to a, a store, at the mall or whatever, and I watch people avoid me. They avoid me, it's not because they know who I am and say I don't want to talk to that guy. It's I watch the avoidance because they think that I'm homeless. I don't know if it comes with the color of my skin, Because I'm definitely not dressed like the average person you would find. Not every person. The average person you would find who is homeless and soliciting money. I don't feel that I'm matching that stereotype. Now everywhere I go, I wear, I carry a backpack. And in that backpack is my mobile recording material for a podcast. But I watch people avoid walking past me because they're waiting for that punchline. They're waiting for me to say, Can you give me a dollar? Can you give me a little bit? Can I get a quarter? And I have always said. You never know who you're talking to. That could be a millionaire. Who actually dresses like that person. Who fits the stereotype of being homeless. And maybe that millionaire. Is waiting for someone. To walk up. And just say hello. And that person. Would give you a thousand dollars. Just because you did. The unthinkable. So I was telling my wife the other day. And I was putting some CDs together with some old school music on it. And I have put together this group of four CDs. And I was saying, you know what? I'm going to carry one set with me. The one person that approaches me in a kind way I'm going to give them those four CDs just because and let them know this is the reason why I am giving you the four CDs now I've had those CDs now for two days and for two outings. I spoke to you the last time about an app that my son has developed. It gives us an opportunity to communicate and to speak. It gives us an opportunity to plan. Sometimes you have to have that space. The Republicans have that space to where they speak to their own caucus. The Democrats have have to have space to sometimes speak to their own caucus. There's a need with all of the issues and with all of the things that are going on in the black community. Sometimes we have to have space and get a chance to talk about what we need to do. We need that space. But, you know, fear has consumed us. It has consumed us in a way to where we are afraid to gather together to speak about how we're going to recover. So these things have affected us. They have affected us in so many ways. But I'm happy to know that we are now in the third season of Old School Thoughts. I look forward to what this season is going to bring about. Again, I would like to thank all of you for your support. You know that I love you. And until next time, be good.